Now they'll move it to Axe. In the middle dunk score. The roommates bridge to Mormando. This episode is proudly sponsored by Evative Learning. If you are an education major or anyone considering a career in teaching, you won't want to miss this. Evative Learning is an innovative educational consulting company that is revolutionizing the way aspiring teachers prepare for their careers. As a proud sponsor of the Lax Lounge podcast and Cabrini Lacrosse, Evative is here to help you take your teaching aspirations to new heights. Evative offers a comprehensive one-on-one coaching program tailored specifically for those interested in entering the teaching profession. With Evative's coaching program, you'll receive personalized guidance and support to help you succeed in your career. They provide mock interviews, guided job searches, resume optimization, and much more. Their team of experienced educators and career coaches will equip you with the skills and knowledge needed to excel in the competitive world of teaching. One of the most incredible aspects of Evative's coaching program is their guarantee. Yes, you heard it right. They guarantee at least one job offer within the first three months of coaching. That's an amazing opportunity you don't want to miss. For just $250 per month, Evative guarantees that you will receive at least one job offer. Imagine the peace of mind knowing that your investment in coaching will lead to tangible results. It's an offer you can't afford to pass up. So whether you're a current education major, a recent graduate, or someone looking to make a career change into teaching, Evative Learning is here to support you and guide you in every step of the way. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to secure your job as a teacher. Visit their website at www.evative.com to learn more about their coaching program and how they can help you kickstart your teaching career. Once again, that is www.evative.com. On today's episode of The Lax Lounge, we conclude our three-week hiatus by breaking down the shocking news we received recently about our school's future. We walk through our perspectives leading up to the announcement and our immediate reactions, along with the lacrosse community's thoughts on this whole situation. We go on to discuss our thoughts on everything from the way we got the news, what the vibe from our team is, and the looming questions about what we're going to do in the future. After taking all that in, we recap some of the highlights of our first month of summer break, including taking on new roles as coaches with our respective summer teams. We end with an uplifting draft of things that begin with the letter R to send everyone out on a high note while we continue to navigate this ongoing situation. This episode was a great exercise for me and Nick to really lay out what's been going on and what's been on our minds as this all unfolds. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Lax Lounge. Visit our website to grab some sick merch. And don't forget to vote in the poll below for who won today's draft. Thank you all for your ongoing support. And we hope you enjoy the episode. Nicholas, it has been a minute, brother. My friend, how are you? I'm actually doing pretty good for the circumstances. Uh, coming to you live from Seattle, Washington. I'm actually about to drive through the city, which is kind of sick. Good timing on us. Uh, you might be wondering for the people who are seeing this on video, which one, we have this on video right now, which yeah, I think is sick. I mean, We've talked about next, it before. Yeah. Next evolution right here. Uh, but I'm currently in the car, just got done coaching. With Cityside Blacks, my 2028 squad. Probably get into that in a little bit, but uh, good times here, beautiful weather. Uh, Nick, what about you? The last time that we talked, you were heading to Ireland the next day. Tell me all about that because I saw on your like Snapchat story and stuff that it looked like a blast. And some of the stuff you're doing was pretty sick. So, how was Ireland? Yeah, it was pretty sick. Yeah, so like right now I'm in uh, Maryland coaching some lacrosse. Um, 
But yeah, before that, I was in um, Ireland. My cousin Jimmy got married. Uh, yeah, congratulations, it was, it was a blast. Jimmy. Yeah, congrats, Jimmy. Hell of an accomplishment, you know. Um, yeah, it was it was a cool time. They got married in a castle. What was, what was the highlight of your trip? Uh, I'd say the Guinness factory. Good. I wanted you to talk about that because that looks sick. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, me and um, you know. My girlfriend, we got pictures of us. My parents got pictures, um, my uncles, brother, sister, all that. And they were literally engraved on the uh, top, like the foam of the Guinness. It was Yeah, insane. that's like, uh, I can't really wrap my head around that. How yeah, they're it, able was, to do it, was, that. it was really cool. It was really, really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And we've been coaching a ton. Both yeah. of us have been traveling. I actually just got back. The reason that we haven't been able to connect uh, to record is because our schedules are completely different. Um, yeah. And, We're busy. You know, it, yeah, it doesn't help that I'm three hours one direction, you're three hours the other. And usually on the day or the time where it would work out, I have something at night and you have something at night. But finally, we're able to sit down. And what are the odds? The timing of the situation it's pretty breathtaking. Because we had this, we've had this plan to record before. We everything. have. Like, yeah. this is, I think last week we decided on today because I knew I would have practice and then I have something going on all the next four days. So, I, hey, if we're going to do something, it's got to be this weekend. <laughs> and then, uh, Nick, our school is not going to exist. <laughs> yeah, we have a year left. We have one year. So, uh, sum this up because I want to hear your perspective on the situation. How did you find out? Because you definitely knew three hours before I did, uh, because <laughs> I didn't see this until I woke up around eight, nine o'clock my time with my phone exploding. Uh, so walk me through what it was like to get this, uh, on the East coast for me. Yeah. So, uh, as our Black Sound followers know. Um, we attend Cabrini University and we play for the mental cross team there. Um, we will be shutting our doors because we just got bought out by Villanova. Um, after this academic and athletic year, which will be the 23, 24 season. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. So I really don't know how I feel hundred percent yet. You know, I know I'm going to go back, play another year, be with the fellas, but I, I just don't know how to feel. There's so much more stuff that has to come out it's dude it's it's an insane time Especially it is like, a, like five years ago Fergie, five years ago we won the national championship exactly i think that's why this has been like an entire lacrosse community thing like i've never seen a situation where the entire world of lacrosse is just in awe uh i know the way I found out, I said that uh, I, I woke up and my phone was exploding. But why it was uh, it was Colton Pageant who was calling me, our good man, two-time national champion. Shout out to Colton. My phone's you know buzzing. It's him, and I'm waking up. I'm not gonna lie. My first reaction was, "Dude, this can wait. Like I'm gonna go back to sleep. Like I don't, I don't think it's that important." And then he starts texting me, left. Right, he's like, dude, answer right now. Like, we need to talk. 
So I like get up. I'm over at uh, Aiden Rubio's house, my friend, and I just pop out on his porch, call Colton. And once I hop on the phone, I start going through my texts and notifications. And I see, you know, Cabrini University getting bought out by Villanova, the article, which is posted by D3Lats.com. And I'm just in awe. Like, I can't even put into words what my reaction was because I didn't believe it at first. There was just so much going around rumor-wise that to see it written down, I was like, no. Like, that's just – that can't be. Yeah. Yeah, it was – it was it sucked for me because I woke up. And I think I woke up at, like – I wanted to say, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock. And the first thing I got in the morning was a text from my dad. And it was exactly what you said, the article. But, I mean, like you said, I got it three hours before you. So, like, just seeing everything pile up coming out in the next, I don't know, two, three hours, you know, it was it was nuts. And then Lacrosse Network posted it, and it was like, wow. We, we it, all it was legit. School. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I had to explain to my mom when she was like, how, how do all these people find out? Like, I've had, you know folks reaching out to me who I didn't think even knew Cabrini existed that are like, isn't this where Jason goes to school? And I'm like, well, mom, you have to realize like this morning it was posted by an account that has 500,000 followers. So everybody yeah. saw this. Yeah. It, it was uh, a lot, a lot to take in. Um, and I mean, even on that note, like the amount of people that just started reaching out that I haven't heard from in years that saw, oh, Cabrini, like, wait, isn't this your school? And they're asking me to, like, fill them in on what's going on. And I have to tell them, like, straight up, I have no idea. Like, usually we have a bit of an answer to some little things, but nobody knows. And I think that was the most shocking part is we weren't really prepared for this, you know? Like, it, it all happened really fast. From my it would have been. It would have been nice to know from a person in power that this stuff was going to happen a month ago. You know, and I like the craziest thing to me. My first initial reaction, obviously, being like, "Oh, this isn't real." It's because I was reading it off of a website called d3lax.com or d3sports.com, whatever it was. Which shout out to them because, as a journalist myself, being the first to break the story, that's awesome. Like to be right about it too really good journalism on their end but i'd be very i'd be very misleading and lying if i didn't say that that pissed me off the fact that i was finding out that the school that i go to the program that i play for is folding after this season finding out from that source and not being told like hey the other thing where i was telling a lot of people to kind of calm their fears because this has been a rumor that's gone around for a couple weeks. I don't know if people have reached out to you about it, but I've had a lot of Cabrini people, those in the area, who've texted me and been like, what do you know about this whole Villanova buyout rumor? And my confident response to them was, I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty high up in the student hierarchy, I I would think, um, where I'm involved in a lot of stuff and I'm in email chains where this information might have been leaked and they might have said, hey, like, we want you guys to know so that you can be a resource to people. 
And because I hadn't been hearing anything like that, everything was business as usual from what I was expecting. It really caught me off guard to see that and understand that this has been going on for a while. And yeah. that really is what fired me up the most yesterday. Yeah, because this wasn't, you know, one week where it was just like, all right, this is happening. Yeah. And that's how long they knew. They knew for months. Exactly. I, like, I really, I really do think, and like, no hate to the man, but like, I found out that Cole was going to EA a day before by uh, Parker Smith, kid that we coach. Team time. Yeah. So and let's that, let's break that, that like, down. To actually. me, yeah. So <laughs> what uh, what Nick is alluding to is we're recording this on Saturday. News dropped on Friday morning. Thursday, I would say, is when all of this kind of started to pick up. Because we got a message in our group chat where we would have a team meeting that night, uh, kind of out of the blue, not much of a heads up. And that's really when people started saying, oh, is this Nova stuff real? Blah, blah, blah. We get on it. Actually, Nick, you did call me um, and kind of gave me the run of the mill what's going on. Uh, but talk about talk about that conversation you had with Parker and, and how that led into the meeting what we found out that day. Yeah, I just got the team 10, coached the uh, the 32s at practice along with the 28s who I uh, do tournaments with. And Parker is one of the 32 coaches. So I got there, said hey to everybody, you know, he comes over, he's like, did you hear about your coach? And I was, I, I had no idea what he was talking about. I thought he was talking about uh, Coach DeLuca because that's one of his coaches also. And, you know, I asked like what happened, you know, what's up with Tommy? And he was like, nah, not Tommy, your other coach. And obviously, Colfer. Um, and, yeah, he basically just told me he was first in line for the job at EA. And he already had, like, a meeting with the seniors or something where he was, like, had a meeting meeting with the seniors in a couple of days, something like that. But, yeah. And when I heard that, I was just like, wow, that means, like, something's happening. Because he just, I don't know. I mean, in the, you know, talk we had with him, he said it was the right time, and it, obviously it is for him. But, uh, yeah, I feel like it, if the school was going to be open for the next 10 years, he wouldn't have left. And I, uh, one of the things that I really have been thinking about is, like, obviously all the respect in the world to Coach Colfer. Uh, I sent 100%. him a nice text message after our meeting, yeah. you know, just, just thanking him for everything that he's done for our program because he really is what built Cabrini into a national name. Led us to national championship, has been holding it down. I think it was 27 years or something like that. And that is why when he decided to see the writing on the wall and take this amazing opportunity, which I don't – you can't pass that up if you're in, no, in you his can. position. Knowing what he obviously knew as well. Uh, but getting that news Thursday night was definitely a shocker. That was a tough Zoom call, you know, very emotional. A lot of just a lot of questions that kind of popped up in everyone's mind of like, well, what is what does this mean for for our program? Like, who's going to be our next head coach? Uh, it was very oh, about that meeting oh. after Wolf gets out, leaves the call. We're talking with our AD. AD kind of just gives us the blanket statements of like, we're going to work through this, uh, see what the process is. Like, this is very fast quick situation um 
Miss Corcoran gets off the call, or AD. Coach DeLuca opens up the floor for questions. It's not much, but I finally sucked up the courage to ask him straight up, so what do you know about the school? Like, if Colf is leaving, what does that mean? Like, this isn't yeah. just something that, oh, he wants to go on a new adventure. Like, this is a lifelong Cabrini guy. Like, what, what do you have to say? Uh, and, uh, again, all respect to DeLuca, he had no idea. And he was very straight up about that. He's like, from what I know, everything is business as usual. We're just going to figure out what we got to figure out here. Uh, but it's all about us. And in our, in our group chat that, that night, we're kind of talking it out with some of the guys where it's like, hey, this is really sudden. If people are going to enter into the portal, good for them. All the respect in the world, but it's always been about us. And it's like, we have to stay together, figure this out. Everything's going to be fine. Obviously, then Friday happens. So sitting right now, there is a lot of questions and not a lot of answers. That's the that, yeah, that's, theme that I've picked up. Yeah, one of the one of the upperclassmen reached out to me, and I was I told you about the conversation I had. It was it was over text, but basically I just said like it sucks not knowing a hundred percent what the next move is, and I mean that's the worst part. Like because I mean we could not. I mean I think we're gonna have a season one hundred percent right, but there yeah. is a chance that the school just you know closes this year. And then next year, operations start with Nova. Like, there's just so many, like, bad situations that could happen. And it's tough to kind of not think about the worst-case scenario with all of this. Um, I like that you mentioned one of our upperclassmen reaching out to us because – I'll I'll call it out. PJ texted me yesterday. He's one of our captains. And it, I think it made my day because one, PJ is just one of the greatest guys on our team and a perfect leader for us. And especially in this time, I think he's a really strong uh, character to have in that role. And he reached out to me asking me to be honest, saying, okay, where's your head at? Transferring, staying, whatever it is, you know that I'm going to respect it. You know that I love you. Like, I want you to be honest with me so that I can help you out the best. And we can figure this out together. And I saw that and it immediately put a smile on my face. Because I'm like, even in the shittiest of times, PJ is going to be PJ. And like, he's always there for us. And I think that's the biggest theme that I'm sensing from our group. Because all of us are heartbroken. All of us are heartbroken. But we're all there for each other right now um one of the things that i did yesterday right as i got the news sitting outside on the porch i'm the only one up at like nine o'clock and i'm like you know just kind of going through it in my head and i decided to call you and nate um and wyatt ended up texting me so i was talking with you three just only thing i was saying i was like i need i need your help like, I need you to tell me how you're feeling because I don't know how I'm feeling right now. Uh, uh, and it's weird. It's a really weird thing to have that going through your mind of, you know, I just spent the last two years here. 
thought I was going to have two more great years ahead of us. We have an awesome squad. Incoming freshmen coming in are excited. All of that kind of gets put on pause right now. And there's a lot of questions in the air, like we've been saying. Um, yeah, too many questions. Yes. And like, they, they can't all be answered, and that sucks. And unfortunately, a lot of them won't for a while. Uh, yeah. I, I know my, I went out to lunch with my mom yesterday, and I was kind of talking things out, laying out like where my head is at with things, um, saying like, like, okay, if I have to move schools, like this, this would be some schools maybe I can look at. Do I put my name in the portal, see what happens there? Uh, and it, it was nice to talk things out and kind of get a level head and a neutral person in there. But at the same time, like there were so many things that it's like, oh, well, actually, I, I don't know about that. Oh, I, I didn't even think of that. Um, <laughs> and scheduling time to talk to their advisors is definitely going to be interesting because they have to talk to a lot of people at the moment. Um, but I think overall, the big thing is we're not done. And I think that's yeah, the message that, that we had and I had going to bed last night um, because I kind of just started reflecting. I've been hysterically laughing all day. This is something that I do when I get really uncomfortable or like I'm overwhelmed. I'll just start hysterically laughing and like saying like, oh my gosh, like what a time to be alive. The world is awesome right now. Uh, yeah. And I found myself doing that last night where I'm just like, today didn't exist. Like today was not real. I'm waiting for someone to wake me up and say, ha, pranked, we got you. Like it's <laughs> international. We're going to try to fake shut down your school and then tomorrow everything's going to be fine. And I woke up this morning and I got more texts from people who are like, wait, is this your school? Like Cabrini, don't you go there? And I'm like, wait, what? My school is shutting down. Um, yeah. Dude, but... I was walking through a hotel earlier and I'm wearing a Cabrini Laxon shirt. And As you one of the guys. Merch link in bio. 100%. Um, and I'm walking through the lobby and one of the, like just a gentleman walks by. He goes, ah, that's vintage now. And I just go, yeah, man, don't want to talk about it. I'm just like, kept walking but yeah i mean like people that, know that's and ironic you say that um i'm in maryland for a lacrosse tournament like people people know yesterday um so i went out with lunch uh to lunch with my mom came back down to work out with uh rubio liam a couple of other friends i'm wearing my cabrini hat and liam says the exact same thing to me where he's like ha ah, that's gonna be vintage in a few years and I'm like, all right, too soon, buddy, too soon. Uh, uh, even today, coaching my team, one of my 2028s, a seventh grader, comes up to me and he's like, coach, what are you going to do next year? And at first I'm like, like, what do you mean? Uh, Coaching-wise, like, I don't really know. He's like, no, like, where are you going to school? Your school's shit shutting down. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, it hurts yeah. coming from a seventh grader now. Um, Literally the same deal this today for me and Nate. Yeah. Happened right away, the first game, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Now I have to think about every time I wear Cabrini stuff, like, I have to prepare for that conversation. Um, and right now, I'm definitely a little bit done explaining the situation to people because everybody's just, the moral of the story is everyone's like, wow, that really sucks, man. I'm like, yeah, 
I know. I'm yeah. living through it. And you know what uh, sucks even harder? How it does suck. You know what sucks even harder? Like, we didn't get our junior year of high school. And now this is like our junior year of college. Like, the year itself. It's a curse. I, I didn't even put two and two together for that. But yeah. how is that spot on? It's cursed. The class of 2021. Well, I mean, it's just us. But uh, I, I want to go back to what we were saying. We're like, we're not done. That's the thing that when I went to bed last night and woke up, I felt pretty confident that, like, there's something. Because yeah. the post that got sent out from uh, our uh, coach, Luca, who runs our social media, he put a, a thing that said, the last ride together. Yeah. And that was something that we had, we'd all been saying, where it's like, we're going to have a team if everyone, if there's a team. Like, school operations are business as usual for next year. Try to get everyone to figure out what they're doing past that. But athletics-wise, everything's full go. And it's all on yeah. us. And the whole rallying cry of everyone kind of texting around, okay, are you going to stay? Like, what are your options? Where's your head at? And a lot of guys are on the fence. We'd be very wrong to say that they're not. Uh, and it's, so, very, yeah, it's I, unfortunate. Yeah, I thought about, about this this morning. And, like, it's – I don't think it could happen, but I think it's I think it's plausible, right? How many fifth years are there out there that are just looking for a place to go for a year? Because that's, that's all we can offer is a year. Yeah, I mean, that's... Like, I'm just saying, like, that that could be something. Especially, like, the look at, if he goes hard on recruitment and he just sells it. Like, that could be something. Because, I and mean, obviously, have... we have the winner bust mentality regardless. Like, exactly. That's, that's us regardless. And now it's really, hey, we win or we, we do bust. So, you, you have two options. The quote of the week is going to be, we have nothing to lose. Quite literally. Yeah, I, think uh, I think Matt Williams sent something into our group chat either this morning or last night, a text chain he had with uh, someone he knows. And they were asking, like, are you guys going to have a season next year? You know, probably his response. And then he said, oh, wow, like, you're going to be dangerous. And I agree. I think if we get the guys back and bought, because the problem for us isn't buying. Like, our program is very, very bought into what we're doing right now. I think the thing that's keeping us and keeping everything kind of up in the air is like we don't know what our options are. And that's something yeah. I've, I've been thinking about a lot is, is this more about what I'm doing for my next year of lacrosse or like what am I doing the next year as a student with goals past college? Uh, so yeah. guys who are on the fence, which there are a lot, and obviously people who popped into the portal are, are kind of seeing what they can get out of that. It's not easy. It is not easy to have to see people that like you, you know, you fought with in battle, in practice, you've sat next to you in the locker room who are having to make a tough decision and say like, I have to take my career somewhere else or I'm going to have to pivot and adjust. And as much as we are supporting them through that, and especially as teammates, like there's nothing more that I'm going to do uh, than make sure that everyone else is doing what they need to do for them, 
for the better of themselves. But yeah. man, is it really hard to kind of sit back and be like, wow, I like to say I'm a very bought in individual, but you're trying to run. You're not a hundred. Like I can't say I'm a hundred percent right now. I have my, I'm leaning one direction, which obviously is coming back to Cabrini, finishing out strong, seeing what we can do and make a run. But I'd be lying if I said that there isn't parts of my head that are saying like, well, if this opportunity comes up, if this is the situation, like we have to have the backup plans ready. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wild stuff. It definitely sucks. Definitely sucks. Yeah. And uh, it, my thing I kept saying is like, what a time to be alive. 100%. Seriously. 100%. What a time to be alive. And like, what's crazy is like the one, the one comment I saw on uh, lacrosse network under our post, obviously was obviously this is a lacrosse post, but this is also like terrifying for small schools Yeah, because they're all at one point going to be owned by larger um, universities. They're just like going to have satellite schools or, you know, like put a, you know, law school at a campus or, you know, a larger scale, you're spot on because yeah. this has, especially in the Philadelphia area, this has been happening to a good amount of schools. A couple of years yeah. ago, we had uh, Wesley College was in our conference. They did the same thing where they folded, and uh, Delaware a lot State of them, bought them out. Delaware State bought them out. A lot of them ended up transferring their athletes. Came into our school actually, like uh, some of our softball and baseball players. We're on the AEC championship team in 2021 at Wesley and then came back to Cabrini, won two titles there. And now they're like, well, fuck, like it's a deja vu. Uh, Same thing with the University of the Sciences, U Sciences. They got bought out by St. Joe's. And that was a couple years ago because of COVID. And it's really scary, not only as people who do go to a smaller school uh, that (laughs) – had this happen but overall to people looking at underfunded institutions who are really struggling with enrollment out of covid like is this gonna be the end of that kind of local small private institution phase that we've had for decades i mean cabrini's been around and thriving Uh, i shouldn't say thriving for all 60 years but like we've been around and well for 65-ish years, 67, I want to say. And the last 10, the last decade has been where we see a big decline in enrollment, deficit spending, and then COVID just throws that all out the window. Like, what, what do you think? Do you think this is going to be an increased trend that we see in not only college lacrosse, but higher education overall in our area? Yes. I think I'd, I'd give it 15 years. At that Actually, point? I think in 15 years, you're going to see a lot of schools that in, I don't know how your area is looking with that, but like, especially in like this area, like a lot of smaller schools. Now, like I'm not talking like, like a Swarthmore or like, I mean, Haverford, like, those those schools like they're small but they're good like they they have their income students want to go there right mm-hmm. they'll be good but i mean 
there's a lot of other universities that are just they're not pulling enough kids probably going into a little bit of debt i don't want to say any names obviously but yeah you know that's it just happens i read something I the think, other day that the um the number of high school graduates has gone down like a crazy percentage in the past like 10 years that's actually a really good point you bring up because from what i know living in the household with a teacher right now my dad works uh in our local school district a lot of kids are behind in middle school in the early years ages of high school because they had the two-year gap where around here some of our public schools the online teaching was not the greatest and there was a lot of kind of oh we're going to pass you along because of covid like we don't want to hold you back and now there's a ton of kids that are behind and realistically aren't on track to graduate with that trend i think going forward the other big point that i think is of concern for some of these smaller schools is a lot of them are majority athlete bases and i think covid's starting to prove that majority athlete schools are not going to be successful especially with how big the transfer portal is now I think that's changing everything as an athlete. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Because, I mean, what? Tabrini is one-third athletes. Right. I think like it's even, it might even be more than that. It's it's upwards of two-thirds. I believe it's over half of Cabrini is athletes or people who participate in athletics. That's insane. That means, like, we're... And I mean, that's a... Like that's that's all we do. It's just athletes. Like I mean, obviously, being on a, on a sports team, like you you hang around kids that are on other teams and all that. I don't know many people that don't play sports. Like I I do, but I know twice, if not three times more, that do play sports. You know, it's but it's also who I'm seeing every day, and like that's not even like. At, on the field or at the athletic um, building or anything like that, that's walking around campus. And if it's, yeah. I don't know them personally, I know they're, that they're an athlete, right? Like just, just stuff and, like that. And the other thing is, especially with our school, we were big with commuters. Like we have a very big commuter population and that's People revenue want to live on campus. out the window for res life, which was yeah. a big thing that, I think pushed us further away from where we needed to be because we couldn't keep kids on campus. I mean, speaking from experience, the two of us chose to live off campus because one, it worked better for our lifestyle. And two, that's just kind of how it is. Like that is our culture where freshman, you live on campus, sophomore, junior, senior year, you try to find a place off there's very few that decide I want to stay and we're all going to live in the dorms. Like it's completely different for um, uh, Rubio's at Swarthmore. Like it's their culture for some of the younger guys to stay on campus. He lived last year in a room with, I want to say three other guys and their entire floor was just lacrosse kids. Like, it just worked out that way, but they had a blast because that's how it, it's how it's supposed to work. Um, 
And I asked him, I'm like, yo, are you going to be living off campus? And he's like, no, I don't really see why I need to. Like, I got everything I need living on campus. Like, it's pretty dope. Uh, and I just can't, can't say the same about what I would have had at, at school. Like, working, living off campus was the only option in my eyes. Although I will say our swim team, they would tell me all the time because their culture is big on staying on campus. And they love it. Like they all get the suites, they live in the same rooms together, live on the same floor, all that fun stuff, and they make the most out of it. But it, it's just unfortunate that it's a small group that decides to do that at not only our school, but I mean, overall at a lot of places because of the pandemic, I think people are still like not really confident, like, oh, I'm going to go live in the dorms at school. Like it makes more sense to just commute from home. It's expensive. You're hundred percent right. Especially like with like you're right, like with online school. Like, hey, I can be a commuter, but I'll take two in person classes. Right? So I'm only on campus twice a week, maybe. Like just like stuff like that. It, it is a lot easier to be a commuter. And I mean, like you said, that killed us. Cause I think what we had probably probably like another that's probably a third of Probably the other third of people at Cabrini were commuters. Had to be. Had yeah. to. And, and that, that number probably dropped, too. Yeah. Uh, well, I know I saw a stat yesterday that, again, I wish that I was alerted of sooner so that the writing could be a lot clearer into, like, okay, our future's not looking very good. We were, I think, 200 people short on the incoming freshman like target goal number that we were wanting to have 200 students short or maybe we had 200 coming in or something i I don't want to like you know step on any toes or say anything i'm not supposed to but i was saying to a couple people like dude if enrollment i I was saying like if it drops 10 percent more like you know what i mean yes that's insane it was, it's very scary that as I work in our admissions department, like yeah. I saw the lists of people where they're interested or were trying to get them. I would make, I think I sent out a total of over a thousand handwritten cards to people where it's like, Hey, thanks for visiting. Hey, good to see you're interested in Cabrini. Like I thought, and what my interpretation was talking with counselors and seeing people that would come in to visit is we're not, we're doing a pretty good job. Like we're getting our name up there. We're getting people who see Cabrini as, as an option for them closer to their home. So to see how false that was really for me, that was the most, cause I read that in an article from the Inquirer, um, that wasn't even like I got from my school. The fact that this is all happening under our nose is really just the worst part, in my opinion. And I think yeah, it, it the hardest it. pill to swallow. Um, did you reach? Thing, did you reach the crib? Like the incoming. Yes, I'm. I honestly, I think I'm going to stay in the car because the vibes are just perfect. Uh, and as much as I would love to walk past uh, Denise and Tom and get their voices on this, 
Uh, I think I'm just going to chill out out here because also I'm just I'm in the zone right now. There you go. Uh, but we are back at the, the Cribbo in, in Linda. Yeah, we have a uh, uh, shout out Linda Washington. I, so obviously I told you to like check out all the YouTube stuff, all that jazz. Um, uh, we have a location on Google Maps. What? Yeah. You're joking. The, uh, uh, okay, I can't say that 100%. I didn't. I didn't see if it is on there, but I got. I followed all the steps and I placed one. So that is incredible! Wow, yeah. we're really making it big here. We're doing some cool yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, they asked if I wanted to be a business accountant. I was like, "Hell yeah, absolutely!" Do some business. Um, um, yeah, but where, where I was going, the other thing that I was really—I wouldn't say thrown off. Of, but who I felt the worst for was the incoming freshmen, especially yeah, the ones that were going to be a part of our program uh, coming in and getting this news. I saw one thing today where one of the guys graduated high school two days ago, and now he's looking for a completely different school at the moment. Um, to say the word heartbreaking is an understatement for those guys. I really do feel for them. 100%. All this excitement. I mean, I remember going into my freshman year. I don't know about you, but like, I was telling all of my friends just how excited I was because this is not just, you know, college. Like for us, this is years of our lives that we spent working and getting better at the sport of lacrosse, traveling around for me all across the country, going through adversity, going through hardships, getting big accomplishments. Like all that led up to like, I'm going to play college lacrosse and I'm going to this sick program to play. For all of that to fall apart for these guys so early on into like that phase of like wow this is real like, i'm not in high school anymore like i'm going to be a college student i could not feel worse for them uh i had one of our incoming freshmen texted me yesterday and just you know thanked me for we had them out for a couple visits uh we had him do an overnight with us so like we really got to know these guys we got to get them even more excited about being in our program and we welcomed them with open arms and he, he just couldn't thank me enough and all of us for what we were able to do for them, making them feel comfortable, welcome. And I, I mean, I just told him straight up, I'm like, I feel for you. Like, I, I can't imagine what you're going through. If you need anything, feel free to reach out. We'll definitely keep in touch. But like, it's, it, it's, it sucks. It really does suck, especially for those guys. I really do feel for them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely does. And like, obviously, if they're coming here, like they can they can put in, or they can just reach out to coaches and like put that on their application, and they'll they'll get picked up. I mean, we're a notable school, especially in the they school. were, yeah. yeah. And uh, I I related this because you know a couple of people were were asking me that too. It's like, well, what are your incoming guys going to do? And I remember when I was getting recruited. And when I did make the call to everybody and say, hey, I'm committed to this school, like, you know, thank you for all your time in the recruiting process. But a lot of them were very clear in saying, like, hey, if something doesn't work out, like, shoot me a text or just keep me keep me in the loop. Like, we can help you out. So I have faith that these guys are going to find the right spot for them uh, and they're going to have great careers. But that it, it's just a really shitty situation for for them overall with all yeah, that definitely. um definitely is 
anything else we need to add here on uh on this Debbie Downer fest about all this information? Again, it's still pretty fresh. I think uh, something we need to add, and I think it's something I wish I would have added earlier. This is this means nothing for the lax lounge. Yes, yes. Like this I, is I a just great tradition. Just wanted to throw that out there, and look, I, I, people can see the threat. Oh, I just caught it. He caught it. He went long. Uh, what's it? <laughs> For those that are listening, uh, you're missing out on some pretty good visuals. You you get to see me driving all the way back from practice. Now you got me just like very dangerous. Up the car. Like yeah, very this dangerous. is capital G gritty. Capital G gritty right here. It is capital G gritty. Um, but yeah, it means nothing for the Lexus. We are we are our own entity. Yeah. So long Absolutely. live the Lax Lounge. Long live the Lax Lounge. And I think in true Lax Lounge fashion, um, I think we should start to talk about a brighter subject and more of kind of just like, you know, let's let's chop it up a little bit. Talk about our lives. Um, the big thing that I've been doing a lot is is coaching. I mean, we started off oh, I've been coaching also. where I'm, I was leaving practice, uh, but we've been traveling around. And we both coach the same age group, which I think is hilarious on opposite sides of the country. Uh, we're, we're working with the same group and building the next generation, next studs in the 2028 class. Uh, but my city side team. None of uh, which would go to Cabrini. Um, oh, damn, of course, you had to, of course you had to say that. I'm sorry, um, I'm sorry it's, it's still in my head. No, no, no. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to build sad, up the vibes. Yeah, yeah, thing. we can chop it down. <laughs> but see, there it is. I'm uncomfortable. I'm laughing. Um, these kids will all go D1, though. All these kids. Yes. I do have faith that a couple of couple of guys on my team are studs. Uh, oh, but, same here. Got a, I got a lot of studs. So I, uh, I'll i start just kind of – because what we did – so I got back, what, end of May. June 1st is our first – my first practice there. They'd already have a couple. Uh, I walk out there. I'm working with this guy, Thomas O'Neill. Went to Merrimack, Boston guy. Absolute beauty. Worked with them last summer. Uh, we were on the 2031-2032 training team for Cityside Lax. Uh, so we had the bobbleheads, and it was, you know, herding cats. It was babysitting. You know, cool cool experience. Not really ideal for what I wanted to do. Um, so Thomas texted me a couple months ago asking me what my – how I was feeling about coming home, like if I was going to stay out east, get a job, something like that. And I was kind of on the fence at that point. And he said, well – I just had a meeting with the coaches, and if you're coming back, you're going to be my offensive coordinator. So, like, let that simmer. Literally the next day, I was like, okay, I think I'm going home for the summer because this is going to be <laughs> sick. Um, but I've been having a really good time with these guys. We went out to Whidbey Island, which uh, for those at home, if you look at the map of Seattle or the map of Washington, Whidbey Island is in the little uh, kind of inlet of – the it's called the Puget Sound is the body of water, which separates the mainland from the Olympic Peninsula, which is a little like pointy part on the left side. Uh, so it's one of those islands, beautiful spot. And we went to it's called Fort Casey. It's an old World War II fort. There is the barracks from when they're there. Quick history lesson. There's three big forts in the area that protected the Puget Sound for if uh, Japan was to invade on the West Coast. So one of these spots is Fort Casey. It's everything's still up there, the bunkers. We do an over weekend trip there every year. It's our summer camp uh, to kind of get the guys three practices a day, hanging out, team bonding, s'mores, all that fun stuff. 
So we get out there and, you know, I'm still pretty fresh with these guys. Like I just met most of them. I still don't have their names down. And I really made it a point of like, okay, this is brutal for coaches because like it's long days, you know, you're with middle schoolers. Some days it sucks. Uh, But I went in and I was like, all right, my goal is I want these guys to completely buy into me. You know what I mean? Like I want them to be like, I trust Coach Fridge where not only is it he's going to have the best interest for me, but he's going to make it fun along the way. Because that's my philosophy when I'm, whenever I'm coaching. Uh, I want to make sure that like I'm having fun, the kids are having fun, and we're doing some cool stuff. Yeah. So we're going through all of our practices. The last di- the last night, I was in the barracks. It was my turn to sleep with the players. To I had to take one for the team. They're in these like long, literally the original ones. They've been updated, but these long rooms, bunk beds. What thirty kids in there, and then there's me in my little room. And at first, I was like, "Fuck, this is gonna be brutal." Like, you know, they're they're a little rambunctious. We broke two windows throughout the weekend uh, because I don't know why, but somehow we were throwing either a tennis ball, a rock, or both, and it it, it just broke a window because kids are gonna be kids. But uh, the last night, we go into the coach's cabin, talk out our stuff, talk about uh, lineups, whatever, recap the day. Wow, we're really exhausted. It's like midnight. Already did bed checks. Kids are in bed. So I walk back into my barracks, ready to like go into my room. Well, seven of them are still up and they're just chopping it up. And I walk by and they're like, they're giggling, like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't see you. Like, you're not there. You're in bed. They're like, Coach Fridge, Coach Fridge. So I asked me a bunch of random questions and I'm like, guys, I, I can't answer that. Like stuff about, they're asking me about girls. They're asking me about Cabrini, all this stuff. So finally, I just like post up with them and I'm just chopping it up, shooting the shit with these seventh graders. And they're like fascinated because I'm giving them the time of day where it's like, yeah, I'm not going to put you to bed. Like, I'll stay up with you guys. Like, what do you what do you want to know? What can I tell you? How how can we how can we do this? And literally the next day, I think all of them were like, "Okay, yeah, I like this guy. And and ever since then, we've been having a blast. Uh, Got back from Denver this past weekend. Went 3-0 and in the first day. Championship bracket. We lost in the semifinal to a team that we should have beat. And we were very disappointed to watch the championship game and see, like, both of these teams we were better than. Uh, so we're in a really good spot right now. I like my guys. Uh, our coaching staff is just unbeatable. Like, literally, me and Thomas are holding down the fort. I ran our practice today, and I thought that it was one of the – better practices we've had as a group. Uh, it's, you know, not something about the coaching, but it's got to be something about the coaching. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, things are going really good in that direction. Nick, what about the uh, Team 10 2028s? We are 0-3 on the weekend. It's been rough. Um, we played some good teams. Don't get me wrong. We ended the day getting shut out by uh, Sweet Lax, Florida. So, yeah, that's, it's a rough way to end the day. Um, but, dude, they're, like, Team 10's a good team. They're a good program. I think a lot of the kids just, they they have to find themselves, right? Like a confidence thing. I don't know if it's, yeah, I don't know if it's confidence thing. I don't know if it's, they're, they're not meshing well together. They have to run different things. People aren't playing the right positions. I, I don't really know the right answer, but 
dude, they're a talented group. And I think once it's all figured out, they're they're gonna really come together well. But yeah, I yeah. think right now it's just a lot of individual talent. That's all point on one team. I would one thousand percent defense is fire though. I mean, I know we're getting shut out today. Th- that doesn't look great for a defense, but the defense is really good. A lot of potential yeah, we, on the defense. We have these two twins. Uh, they weren't at our tournament in Denver, but they're our two best defenders. Uh, and they're just, they're freaks because they're identical twins and identical players. Like, there's not really? one that is, oh, the better twin or the more dominant pole. Like, they are the same exact player. And it is so fun to have them out there because they're just freaks. Like, they're the voice of our D, the backbone. They'll get everything going. And, like, one of them, actually, I think the big difference, one will chirp the shit out of our offense. And, like, he's a seventh grader. He doesn't know how to chirp yet. Yeah. But he'll say some stuff where I'm like, dude, like, I'll turn to my old guys. And I'm like, guys, like, that was actually a really good chirp. We got to we gotta shut him up. Like, Me personally, to... I wouldn't take that. I was telling them, I'm like, yeah. wow, like, I was not expecting that out of Michael. Like, one of you guys has to shut him up. Who's going to be the guy? We have a we have a bunch of quiet ones uh, on our offense. There's a couple personalities where I could send them out there and be like, okay, hey, come here and uh, if I were out there, maybe I would say this, but like you didn't hear this from me. Kind of like coach him along uh, because that is actually something in Denver. One of our attackmen came off the field. Uh, side note: I'm running the box for my team, and holy shit, I'm kind of electric. Like, yeah. not gonna lie. I hold down the fort on the box. No offsides penalties all weekend. We had four times we should have been, not because of me, because uh, our players ran over. Like, we had two poles go and a midi, and I'm screaming at the midi, or, like, calmly screaming, where I'm just, like, calling out their name and giving them, like, the little nudge. Like, hey, get on side like you're off. And the the other coach is like, come on. Like, they were offsides for so long. And I'm like, well, no, we're not right now, so nope. Uh, but all that is to say, I pull this guy off because we're subbing through the midline, and it's an attackman, and he's like, comes off like super pissed. I'm like, buddy, like, what's going on? Like, you didn't make a mistake in the last play. Like, why is your head down? He's like, my defender's like talking trash right now. And I'm like, is he? Like, that's great. What are you going to do back? And he's like, well, well I don't know. Like, I, I haven't really done anything. I'm like, well, here's what you're going to do. All right. You're going to get the ball on this next play, either you or you're going to be the big part of this play. You're going to go to goal. You're going to score on him. And then you're going to look at him and you're just going to start laughing. Okay. Cause that's the easiest way to shut someone up. Literally. They have nothing to say. You just scored on them after they talk trash. You just laugh. Cause it's like, dude, that was a great joke. Like you think you're the shit. That's not obviously what I told him to say because my parent, my uh, c- kids will not be cursing on the field. Uh, but you know, it's just those little things. So yeah. I think that it, it's so much fun working with a group like that. We have, we have a little mom feature. What's up, mom? You think I can turn my car off? I could. What's yeah, up, Denise? You're, like, you're live on the lax lounge. Oh, you're on the lax. Oh, lounge. Denise is on the lax lounge. This is the. Like, this oh, is amazing. He's, it's he's great. Got my car running in the driveway. He's got so costumes. I need a. I need a fun fact right now. Fun fact. Fun fact. That's it. About. I'll turn off the car if you give me a fun fact. About anything. Just about anything. Anything. What's a fun oh. fact about you? Like, what what would the fans think is very interesting? Put her on the spot. Oh, so for first oh podcast. Gosh, wow, 
Okay, you guys continue. Let me think a minute. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, obviously, rookie. it's going to be a great fun fact. It's going to be a great fact. I got um, one for you. You want one? I, yeah, let's hear it. Um, President William Taft, you know, the big fat guy that got stuck in the tub. He didn't he actually was the last. The tub. Go on. Okay, whatever you say. <laughs> um, he was the last president with facial hair. Oh, that's a pretty fun fact. I got a good fun fact. Here we go. Let's hear this. Let me hear it. Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. Yes. Greg Brady. Of course, we were all in love with him. But I got to see him in his underwear. That's an amazing fun fact. I'm serious. Uh, he did a show. What a at the fun college fact. I worked at. He did a show at the college I worked at, and I was his dressing room assistant. So I got to help him change, and I put his medallions on him. And then I looked in his eyes, and I went, "Wow!" <laughs> and then he signed my he signed my shirt. Wow. Well, uh, that was exactly huh? what we were looking for. That huh? was perfect. Huh? Really great. Huh? Oh, you're natural. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Greg Brady. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Fun fact. Your, your, your mom would probably love that one, too. Oh, she would. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, thank you for your guest experience. Anyways, thank you for crashing. Great seeing you, Denise. Of the car running and fumes in my garage. But... Uh, yeah, just trying to keep you guys on your toes. All righty, we're cooking dinner if you want anything. <laughs> uh, well, you know, podcast comes first. Okay. Along with the pot. All right. Good to see ya. All right. you. Too. Bye, guys. Uh, what an awesome segment. Amazing. I couldn't script Amazing. that any better. Um, that was wonderful. So, yeah. Very glad that happened. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But more of the story school shuts down. We've been great coaches. We're doing great things as coaches, helping out the next generation. Look at that. Yeah. We're, we are a driving force in people's career. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's a great way Absolutely. to think about it. You know, I don't know how long we've been on. I'm seeing an hour, almost an hour flat, which I think is pretty dang good. That's pretty good. I think uh, it might be. Uh, any, any final thoughts before we start thinking draft here? I was thinking That's draft. I don't, I don't have any final thoughts, you know. Uh, I probably could just like go down a rabbit hole of some shit, like Cabrini or lacrosse or wax. You know, I can just any other topic, Egypt. You know, but <laughs> I don't. I don't really need to do that. So I think the best thing we can do right now is just hop into a draft. Do you have any final thoughts? I mean, it's, it's a uh, situation. You know, shitty situation. But I think it's really cool that we have this medium to talk about it. That we have yeah. this this podcast. That we can voice our thoughts and kind of share this to the world because one of sorry, my apologies. Uh, I'm I'm gonna throw this over to you. I want to hear what you have to say. I was gonna say it's gonna be sick because, like, uh, Uh with the Zoom license, um, and it being summer, we can also and like the news, we can also get some of our guys on on the Zoom and just hear them out, like hear how they feel. Here, like, hey man, like saw saw you were in the transport portal. Oh, you're going. Oh, yeah, let's. Oh, let's talk about our good times at Brini. Let's, you know, like we have that. That could also be like stuff that we do as episodes. So, you know, one of those things. Back to you, Fridgy. Saw Waldo today, too. There we go. My bad. Uh, the car shut off, so your audio was going through and it muted it. Uh, so I didn't hear a word you just said, but it was probably very fascinating. Not going to reset it. Uh, yeah, but... uh, well, I'll listen back to this when I edit. Um, but like I said, it was probably fascinating and very well thought out and spot on. Um, the only final thought that I was going to add before we move on here is it's nice to be able to explain our side of the story. 
Because I think we're the ones that people want to hear from. Everybody who's texted me, uh, whether they're adults, players, friends, they just want to hear like what I know. Uh, and it's you know cool to be in that position a little bit of we we don't know a lot, and that's why we're we're at the center of this situation. Um, so this is an ongoing thing. We'll uh, we'll definitely keep a lot of updates, but. The other big thing, Laxon isn't going anywhere. We're going to have a lot of people on sharing some pretty interesting stories throughout this next year. So uh, stay posted. 100%. We'll, get, we'll try, to, try to find a better schedule for these summer episodes, maybe every couple weeks. Just see what works out. Obviously, we're pretty busy. You can grab your merch. Laxon's merch will live on forever. Uh, but it's comfortable. Yeah, it's good, good quality. Real good quality. Absolutely. Everybody loves it. Nice, nice embroidery. It's nice. Yeah, All right. So, so, so you time. know, this is something that we've done in the past, but it's not the same draft. It's the same style of draft. I was thinking we do things starting with R. R. Now, it's, Ooh. yes, R, R is a great letter, but okay. it's things. So this could be anything. Literally. That, uh, I love it because of how broad it is. I don't think we can have something niche for this one. You know? I no. Think, like, no. Yeah. This this is the one that has to be broad. Oh, now you got my brain spinning. So I'm trying to think of every good thing that starts with the letter R. Um, do we know who started? I think I started the first draft when we did things with the letter G. So I'll let you kick off the R's with the first pick. I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna have to start doing some research real quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some research also. Let's see. You know, I'm gonna throw it back to the uh, the Connor Watts episode. I think the best thing that starts with the letter R. Radio. Radio is a okay. That's a good way to start. Back some mass communication. Is that all you yeah, gotta say? Think, yeah, give me give me some mass communication. Mass comms, you know. It's great for the games. All right. Going off of that, radio, okay. Uh the one thing ah, nah, I gotta save that one. Um I'm saying this because, uh, ironically, it got brought back to my attention today. Uh, this is close to one of our teammates, uh, something that they're very involved in. They've had an active career. And if you are a fun-loving American, there's nothing more that gets you going than a good old-fashioned race car. Sending it all the way around the Daytona 500, Indy 500, whatever it is. I don't know shit about racing. But race cars are sick. Any okay. kid out there grew Racer. up idolizing, just zooming as fast as you can. When I drive, actually, this okay. This goes back to Denver. We had a, uh, a BMW that we rented from the airport. And this thing went zero to 60 in probably two seconds. Unbelievable. Like one of the nicest cars, 2020. Me and Thomas were ripping that thing. Going like, I'm not going to say we were going 100 because that's illegal. But hypothetically... We'd be going down a straight at like a hundred miles an hour, just thinking that we're in a race car. It was awesome. So 
Number one pick for me, race car. Love it. Um, it's funny. I was laughing during that because I thought I don't, I don't know if you saw me salute. I saluted I did. because you said very good friend, and it starts with an R. My mind went ah, Connor Worth, ROTC. Like so, I I was, and then you said race car, and I I lost my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, you're like never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I won't be taking um, ROTC. Sorry, but I will. Bye. I I will be taking ribeye steak. Delicious. Oh, okay. Yep. Starting very, to get very back good. It's very good. Ribeye steak. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad you went with that because I thought of my next pick and I have to say it before you do. Cause I think you're I more think likely. Go, go ahead. I have, I, I just have one lined up for next one. Go ahead. You, Let you have, this. I think you're more likely to take this than me. So I can't let it drop. I'm going with Grant. With what? Ranch. Ranch. Yes. Ranch dressing. Ranch is a dipping sauce. One of the better condiments. So I'm not a big ranch fan. I'm, I'm going to be the first to admit it. But I, I, would, I know it's a popular option out there. I would never, never take that. Uh, as, Nick, as a seasoned foodie, I think you can understand. 100%. That I'm, ranch not a, is I'm not a, a ubiquitous following amongst people. Uh, That's is. what I'm saying. I'm not a ranch fan either, but I thought you would take that under my nose. So I'm going I out there. I think it's disgusting. So out of spite for it, I wouldn't take it. What I'm going with for my third pick, and I thought this is what you were talking about, is red. The color red. Shit. That's a really good pick. Come on now. It's warm. How would you tell a blind person? Oh, it's warm. It's a warm, you know. That's, That's a all you got to say. They know, they know what it is. They can feel it. They can feel red. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm wearing red, ironically. I think that's the funniest part. It's right under my nose this entire time. What else do we have? I'm trying to think something a little more out there. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Because what I said when I said out there, I wanted to get into the realm of animals. I have an animal in my head but I'm not sure if the time is right to take it. So I might save it for later, but the other take one an animal I'll, right here, I'll take an animal next one also, because I, I do have a second animal that I think is superior. I'm going to go with the rhinoceros because there's That's nothing the animal. I was going to exactly. There's nothing better than going to the zoo the first time as a kid and seeing a rhino in person, the yeah. horn, everything. You can get a plush one from the store I'm pretty sure I had a stuffed rhinoceros for a while. And they're awesome. The horn and everything. Rest in peace to the white rhinoceros, which everyone went extinct. We miss you, buddy. Um, but big white and black are both extinct, actually. That's that's even sadder. It's very sad. So uh, I will honor my uh, animal choicing and I will go with the rabbit. That's funny. A rabbit just ran across in front of me. And I was kind of thinking, I was like, oh, there's a bunny right there. Um, Yeah. And if this was a B draft, I would have taken bunny. Probably. I would have said, but I also might have taken bangled. I might have taken like bangled tiger too if I was doing like an animal. Those those will kill you. (laughs) They're also very cute. Um, They're they're, cute but aggressive. Uh, I have just spotted what my next thing is going to be. 
I'll be honest, the way that I've been working around this draft is kind of just looking and scanning in my neighborhood, kind of seeing like what out here starts with the letter R that can get me down the right path. First pick was a race car. I'm staring at my neighbor's car right now. The last pick, I was staring at these butterflies across the street at my neighbor's house. And I'm like, oh, an animal. Okay, cool. Right now. This one, I'm looking into my yard and I'm thinking about all the hard work that Tom Fridge has put in over the years with all these flowers, with all this grass. I just cut the lawn the other day. And there's one thing that's missing, and it's, you know, the flower of love. It's the rose. I'm taking a rose, baby. A nice like red pick. rose. Good combo right there. There's nothing better. When you go to a flower shop, you're looking for some roses, you know. Send a little message. Get the love juices flowing. So I'm I going like with the rose. Pick, I like that pick. So this is my fifth. It's the one, you know, I... It fits in to uh, my other one within the radio. I'm going to go with rock and roll. Oh, oh, that's real. That's a strong pickup. That's a strong pickup right there. I think, I think that that's a, I was going to take it at three. And I, I, you know, I thought that I could have, I thought red is where you were, you were leaning. And yeah, I just, I couldn't, couldn't risk red, losing red. So Man, that's, that's a really animal thing. Wrong still do that. But yeah, I think rock and roll is, you know, because mm. I mean, it's rock and roll, right? Yeah. There's really not anything I can say that would knock down that pick. That's shoot, man. Um, that puts me in an interesting position because I was going to go with the animal I've been thinking of since you said the letter R. It's on, it's been on the tip of my tongue. And I really want to say it, but I think it's going to be a flop of a pick. Although I got to throw all my cards out there and I can't let this one slide. I'm going with a seasonal creature. Somebody who you only see really prevalent once a year. I just gave you a drum roll. I'm actually going to go even more specific. I'm taking a character. And this is a character that, you know, my childhood, I was a big fan of. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We're Holy doing shit. it. Christmas season. You there know you it. When that special comes on, when you hear that story, when you hear that song, you already know Santa's coming to town, baby. Get the juices Dude. going. Get the vibes high. Rudolph's in on the team. Welcome in, buddy. That's an amazing five. That's a very, very strong five. Wow, we had some really good drafts. Yeah, I'm. I'm very proud of this because... Also, this was spur of the moment. Spur Literally, the moment. in true Lax Lounge fashion, this is just, all right, let's do this. And we're thinking off the top of our heads. And I think we had a good good squad. You want to recap right. your team? Yeah, recap real fast. I got the radio, the uh, the ribeye steak, delicious. Uh, red, great color. Rabbit, amazing animal. And rock and roll, because who doesn't love rock and roll? Strong squad right I th there. I think more people need rock and roll. Indeed. I, I will always throw on a little good hard rock when I need to. It, like if I'm working out or pregame, I'll do this a lot. I'll throw in hard rock to kind of get into that mindset of like, oh, yeah, it's time to dominate. Like it's time to get, yeah. get juiced. Very yeah. strong selections there. I For my team, that. you got race cars, ranch dressing. A white rhino. We're going to shout them out. And the black ones. Just all rhinos, but rhinos. A good old rose. 
and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, baby. That's a good five. That's a good. I five. think this is good. this is one of the best drafts that we've had. This Very is the one where different people are going to look at different yeah. things, and it's going to be like, oh wow, like this could be a fifty-fifty. This could be a sixty-forty. It could. We just got to get the votes. So you guys got to make sure you vote down below and pick the winner. And in the next episode, we'll we'll share the results. But yeah, Nick, this has been this on YouTube. Yeah, if you're seeing this on YouTube, that will be on Spotify. Yes. It'll be on the Spotify app. You don't even have to listen to the full show, although you should. You should listen to everything. Um, Are we able actually, to I think get we can, video we can put the video on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. We'll look into that. I'll talk with our uh, talk with our technical director about that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be best. Uh, I'll get in, I'll get in touch with the HR guy too. Maybe we can hire somebody else. True. True. Well, uh, we'll get, we'll get that squared away. Anyways, any final you- thoughts? No final thoughts. Uh, yeah, you know, just lots of sadness and confusion in the air. Had to hop on and, the pod, uh, and a uh, but and a bright future. A bright, exactly a bright future, regardless of what. My dad has a quote, and I love it. I told you it yesterday. Make a decision, and make it the right decision. Right, no matter what decision you make, and it's the right decision if you make it the right decision. Right. So just looks like we have a bunch of dudes that a bunch of people at the university that have to do that. So it's going to be interesting. A lot of decisions to make and a lot of great decisions to make. I think that's an awesome way to end us off. Shout out Sam Ormando. There's another person we got to shout out. We haven't heard him in a while. Shout out Jules. Shout out Jules, baby. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. Cue the music. We'll see you next time. Hey, yo, water boy. Yeah, I'll be stuck. Let's go. I'll be up in the club. I won't come down because I'll be too faded. Everybody want to walk that talk. Want to talk that talk like we made it. But they all gon' catch what I got. I'll make the money right back. Bitches be tripping, don't know how to act. He just be singing, don't know how to rap. I really be running this shit like I'm Owen. She like a wave, I'm loving her motion. It's like I'm sipping straight up on the potion. Water be dripping, it feel like and the ocean. I know that I'm different cause I'm from the other side. She's saying that she want me, girl. That's capping, girl. You lie. Everything I ever did, all I do is right. You can never say it, cause you switched up and you lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just switch up and you lie. Yeah, I'll be stargazing. I'll be up in the club, but I won't come down cause I'll be too faded. Everybody wanna walk that talk, wanna talk that talk like we made it. But they all gon' catch what I got, I'll make the money right back. Bitches be trippin', don't know how to.